0: how frustrating is it when you get an inquiry and they send through what they're wanting and it's like you just dread it you're like oh do i have to create like five corsages and three flower crowns and 14 buttonholes and these ugly vase arrangements that they're asking for and yes I used to say yes to every single one of these and I just turned around and looked at my business and went what have I created so welcome back to another flower ed podcast today I'm going to be chatting about how to stop creating things that you hate seems obvious it's like well just don't make them but The thing is, we do get ourselves in these situations where we do say yes to everyone. We are yes, girl. We are yes, boy. And it just ends up being this big monster that you've created that you're not excited about. You aren't proud of your business. You don't really want to tell anyone. You don't want to post anything because everything's ugly. And it's like, well, what's the point? So there's a few ways that we can start creating things that we want to create, the work that we want to design and the spaces that we want to make really, really beautiful and make ours. And you can start this today if it's day one, if it's day 21, if it's day 160, I don't care what day it is that you are in your business journey, if you're 10 years down the track, you can start doing these things today so that you are creating this business that you love because don't forget You are in charge of this business baby. You are the one that is building this thing from scratch, which means that you are the one that is in charge of all of these decisions. So I'm going to give you guys a few tips in a few different areas of ways that you can start attracting those ideal clients that are your dream brides that will ask you to create the things that you want to create or in turn Give you creative license, which I know we are all praying and wishing and hoping will land on our doorstep. But there are things that we can actually do to start bringing them into our business rather than just waiting for it to happen. So the first thing which I kind of just touched on was your ideal client. If you are really clear on who they are and you're attracting them through social media marketing, then it means that they're going to come to you asking for the things that you love creating. If you're a little bit lost in the social media marketing aspect, I know it can be so confusing, like what the heck, I signed up to be a florist, not to be like an Instagram person, but it is a really important aspect and it will start attracting those brides that ask you for all the dreamy things. So if you are a bit lost on that, I do have my ebook called The Gram Game. If you want to just jump onto Instagram and tap the link in the bio, you'll be able to read more about that. It's made such a big difference for so many florists. And I just have pretty much put all of my learning from the last few years into that ebook so that you can start doing the things that I did to get to where I am now which is fully booked working full-time for myself with my dream clients. It is totally possible you just need to have the tools to know how to get there. So once we're really clear on who our ideal client is and we're starting to attract them through social media marketing on Instagram then that means that That job's already half done. They're already going to come to you with the types of items that you want to be creating. If your ideal client is someone who wants abundant ceremony features and you're attracting them into your world, they're going to come to you asking for that. Whereas you're going to start repelling those that are wanting things that you hate creating. For example, I hate creating flower crowns. Therefore, I attract my ideal client, those which do not want flower crowns. In doing that, they come to me, they don't ask for flower crowns. So in and of itself, it kind of does the job for you. So jump into the marketing world. Once again, if you are stuck, just jump onto the gram game. It will help you so much. The next thing to think about is the language that you're using On Instagram, on Google, with your clients, in the inquiries, in person, in the shop, down the street, wherever you're speaking to the brides, your language is really, really important and impactful. If I say cheap, DIY, budget, how to get cheaper flowers, how to make the most out of your wedding flower budget, like a few of those things you automatically think lower end, right? You kind of think, oh, like one to three K. Whereas if I speak of abundance and growth and beauty and impact and statement, what kind of budgets do you think of when that comes to mind? What kind of items do you think of when I say those things? You're thinking of the higher end things. So using the language to One, target those different budget ranges that in itself will give you different kind of brides and different kind of items. But two, it's also about speaking about these things that you want to bring into your business. You may have never created a ceiling installation ever. But if you can talk about ceiling installations in your feed, on your stories, in your reels, on your website, then you're more likely to start attracting those brides who want a ceiling installation. So as you can see, it's kind of like what you put out is what you're going to get back. If you're putting out to the world ceiling installations, ceremony features, abundant tablescapes, that's what you're going to get back. If you're talking about flower crowns and corsages and buttonholes and one to three thousand dollar weddings, but you don't want that. That's what you're going to attract because that's what you're speaking about. It's the language that you're using. So figure out who your ideal client is, what kind of budget they have, what kind of items they're playing with, what kind of words come to mind, and then put those things in your language throughout your marketing and also throughout your communication with your brides. That in itself will make a massive difference. Leading on from that and on a similar kind of wavelength is what you're showing them. So if you're all you're showing them are bud vases and buttonholes and you're dreaming of ceilings and fireplaces, it doesn't match up. Your Instagram feed, your website, how you present yourself to your clients, it's a reflection of what they're going to come to you asking for. So similar to the language, if you're showing just these lower-end things but you're wanting the higher-end things, It doesn't match up. You need to be showing them what you want to be creating in the future. It means that if you create a wedding that you don't like and you step back and you go, oh, it's really ugly or maybe not ugly, but it's just not what you want to be doing in the future. That's totally fine. Don't show it to anyone. Don't post it on Instagram. Don't post it on your website. Just leave that be as its own wedding. I've had so many of those in my past where I'm just thinking, I hope no one asks me for that again. So I know it can be tricky when you are a newbie because you don't have all of these things to show. But one, your language will make a massive difference. And two, if you can creep them in, maybe a few Pinterest photos. Don't go crazy with Pinterest on your marketing because otherwise you're just creating sort of a fake profile if everything is pinterest but you can pop them into you know a few stories say this is the inspo or this is what i'm loving or do a this or that just try and sort of creep them in while you're speaking about them you can speak about them as much as you possibly like or with your clients while they're inquiring while you're chatting about the quote then you can send some photos, some inspo photos, or parts of the inspo. So if you're dreaming of these cohesive sort of tablescapes, you don't have to show them like, this is a photo, this is what I want to create. You could show them a candle holder, a type of candle, the type of color palette you would want to use, the type of fabrics on the table. So it's bringing all of these ideas together to create this vision that you're creating the concept for because just keep in mind whether you are at day one or whether you have a whole bank of weddings behind you our job is to create new things it's to be innovative it's to design pieces that we've never created before that in itself means that we're not going to have past photos to show so that should take the stress off I hope some of you just to show you that even if, you know, the florist that you're looking up to, if they do heaps and heaps and heaps of weddings and they've got all of these past photos, that's great. But they're also dreaming of the next level, like they're dreaming of the next things that they can be creating in the future. So although they can show those past weddings that they have done, we're all trying to be innovative and create these new things that have never been done before. That is our job. We are designers, we are creators. Otherwise, they would get a monkey to do this job. The next thing that will help you steer those clients into your sort of design style is in what you offer. So, in our questionnaire which we send out to our brides, we only include the things that we want to create. So, in that we we don't include flower crowns. We don't include corsages. So, Anything that you don't want to be creating, simply just don't include it in your offering. Don't talk about it on your website. Don't include it in your questionnaires or in your consultations because otherwise you're steering them into the direction of adding that onto their quote, which is what we don't want. Yes, they may ask for it, in which case it's totally up to you. If you want to create it, go for it. But if you don't, just tell them that you don't offer it. They can't expect to go to an Italian restaurant and expect them to serve Mexican nachos. It's not the way it works. They're coming to you because they want your design style. So in that, if you just include the things that you really, really love into your consultations, your marketing, your websites, then it's already automatically steers them into that direction the next thing to think about that kind of ties into all of these things is branding. If you have a clear, cohesive brand, it's going to attract a certain type of bride who's going to ask for certain types of things. Let's think about clothing. Someone who's attracted to a $10 Kmart shirt is going to have a different sort of personality they're going to have different sort of preferences and likes and the point of them buying it is probably mainly because of affordability whereas someone who is wanting a Versace t-shirt they're going to have different everything again so the reason that is is because each brand has set their brand up to attract those different sort of clients so that those clients will buy from their brand so you know the Versace they're going to be trying to attract those luxury high-end fashion sort of buyers whereas Kmart they're going to be speaking to the affordability the ease of it all so that in itself is going to attract someone different same with cars The person buying the quick runaround Mazda 3 is going to be different than the person who is buying the Range Rover with leather interior and heated seats and a sunroof. That's because those two brands have set themselves up to attract those certain kind of buyers so that they get more people buying the product. Same deal here. So whoever you're trying to attract is the kind of person That's going to ask you for the certain type of items, if that makes sense. A little bit backwards, but however you are setting up your brand is going to be reflective of the types of people that come your way. So, if at the moment you are feeling like you're attracting the lower end, they're only asking you for the small baby items and they don't really value your work and they're trying to price shop and price haggle and all the rest of it, have a look at your branding and your marketing and say, Is this reflective of the type of client that I'm trying to attract? What kind of client am I currently attracting? What kind of items are they asking for? If it doesn't match up with what you're wanting to be doing, then it just simply means that there is a little gap in your business, whether it is the marketing or the branding that can be changed because you have the power to change that so that you can start attracting those ideal clients. So as you can see, it all ties together. The social media marketing in the language, the imagery, the branding is going to attract your ideal client that will then inquire. Then when you're showing what you offer through your website or through your questionnaire, whichever way, through a consultation, they're going to be picking all of the things that you want to be creating because that's all you're showing and that's all you're allowing them to kind of tick then boom, you're in the driver's seat. You were in charge. You were creating this space because at the end of the day, we're designers. We are, this is our job. Our job is to create. Our job is to design. If it was a matter of us just being robots and just having to fulfill a task, then anyone could do it. So go out there, try and learn as much as you can about social media marketing, branding, only include what you want to create in your offering and then that's kind of how you will stop creating things that you hate because you won't be attracting those kind of brides and then the people that you do attract they're just going to be ticking all of those glorious boxes which say all of the things that you want to be creating whether that is flower crowns whether that is just personals whether that is abundant features we're all different, we've all got different tastes and preferences. Someone may only like to do, you know, elopements and small weddings. Others might be aiming for the 10 to 12k weddings. Others might be aiming above that. Some are going to only want to do the bouquets and maybe some bud vases. Others want to do a full-blown package. So that's what it is we are in business the same as there's all different ranges of cars there's all different ranges of clothing it's all possible it's completely up to you so go out and create the business that you want to be creating the power is yours